0: of people giving their opinions, whether it be about lockdowns and safety, whether it's about how to treat COVID-19, or whether it's about which vaccines are better, best, and those which are causing a little concern at the moment. We've had interviews from virologists and scientists and politicians and healthcare workers and social workers People in the community all talking about the way in which our lives have been impacted over the last year. And sometimes, especially if you take into consideration the information that then you see on social media, some of which is not at all helpful, it gets very confusing and you want to take a break from it all. Switch the television off. Switch the radio off. But at the same time, you can't really do that because you need to know what's going on. So who to believe? Which people? Which organisation do you believe? The World Health Organisation? Do you believe the European health regulators? Do you believe our own health regulators? Do you believe our politicians? Or do you believe another party? Who to believe? Who are the experts and who is going to give you life, life in all its fullness, as much as possible? We hope and pray that that life in all its fullness is about to begin to open up and become more what we are used to or were used to. Except, of course, nothing can ever be the same again. We cannot go back even if we go back to the places and the spaces that we used to be, things will be different. Even if it's just wearing masks inside, or having to book to go for a drink in the pub. Things will never be the same again, because all of us have had to recognise what gives us life, what enables us flourish, in these last months. And the disciples were the same after Easter. They did indeed actually try to go back. They wanted to go back to fishing. Everything wasn't quite as they had hoped. Everything was going to be different. But they quickly realised that even if they went back to fishing, even if they went back to the same places and spaces where they had lived, with the same people, everything was going to be different because of what they had experienced. Because of the three years they had spent following Jesus, but then certainly because of the events of Easter. The Good Friday, the waiting on Holy Saturday, and then the resurrection on Easter Sunday. But then even more than that, the appearances of Jesus to them. So that they become always amazes me how in a text that is so ancient, we can pull out things that are so relevant to our own lives in this particular day. (coughs) And for me today, this particular text in Acts, where the disciples, Peter and the Apostles, are brought before the council because they've been teaching We give you strict orders not to teach in this name, and you are determined to do so. It's because the disciples have chosen to believe that what they have witnessed is the truth of God. They might not understand it, and neither do we particularly. But what they have seen and what they have lived through is the truth of God. I wonder where the truth of God has been for us in the last year. What new truths, perhaps, have come to the fore? Or what truths that you already knew about God have been certified? burn, up burn. perhaps have deepened or ever Glimpse just slightly and then seems to fly off into the ether and can't grasp it any harder. Those truths of God that lie at the heart of our faith. The truths of God which are to be found in the person of Jesus Christ who invites us into relationship just as he invited those first disciples. But however long ago it was that you took that step into discipleship with Christ, you can never go back to who we were before. For God is doing something new with us all the time. You don't just take the step into discipleship and then that's it for the rest of your life. God is working his purpose out in you through Jesus Christ, each and every day. that truth of God that John speaks of. The truth of God in Jesus, who came and testified to what he had seen and heard. And the truth of God that was in him on the cross. That the Father loves the Son and has placed all things. But that God also gives us the Spirit. He gave Peter and the Apostles the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, which enabled them to go and equip others to speak. Hold anything back from any of us. Everything is given without measure, but everything is grace. It is us who shut our hearts or our eyes or our ears to the truth of God, to the word of God, to the movement of God. believes in the Son as a life. But at the same time, it's really simple and yet it's really complicated. All you have to do is believe that Jesus is the Son of God, died and rose again for your forgiveness and mine. Simple. Except, of course, when you start to have those conversations and witness to others, witness with one another, comes much more complex. Or does it? Is it simply enough to speak of your experience of God, however that has been, and it will be different for you than it is for me? But because God does not withhold anything, he gives everything to you and to mine, to the whole of his creation, then that's why we experience God in different ways. He's coming to each of us as individuals and yet as a whole. Now as we begin to unlock I want to encourage you to rest in the knowledge that for the disciples life was never the same again and if our lives go exactly back to how they were. And there's a reason for that. God is doing something begins without measure and go forth safely but also taking risks